Take the money and run. Podcast show. I'm your host Trevor, and tonight we are joined by Andy. Andy, how you doing tonight? Hey, Trev, I'm good. How you doing? I'm doing pretty well. Doing pretty well. Alex, we are also joined by. How are you doing tonight? Yo, yo, yo. And yeah, that's it. We got our normal crew. Episode seven recap show, and uh, Teresa stirring the pot a little bit. Jay, adios. Uh, Leroy, very surprised by his elimination tonight. Uh, but yeah, great episode. I feel like, you know, we were talking about the good old tinker, where are we on the meter and stuff like that. I thought tonight was a really good episode. Uh, I think there was one flaw and we'll get into it with the whole TJ twist thing that was hyped up tremendously. That was, you know, the scariest elimination of all time esque. but you know, uh, besides that, I thought it was a really good episode. What, what did you guys think? I agree. I thought it, it just it kept us on the course that we've been on these past few episodes. Just very solid, um, good challenge, I think. Good elimination. And the drama was all related to the game, which is always a good sign. It wasn't too much outside of the game and everything. I just think this was a this was exactly what the doctor ordered, exactly what Mikey the doctor ordered. God. Andy, what, what, a good what, good episode. Andy, what did you think about tonight's episode? I thought it was slightly above average. Whoa. Explain. I, I, didn't, I didn't think it was that great. I did not like the challenge. I mean, when you have two groups out of four that get DQ'd, I, that's a poor challenge in my mind. So I didn't really like the challenge a whole lot. I did like that a lot of the drama did relate to the challenge, but you got like a lot of it was – Devin, you know, being a, a meanie pants, and that was totally irrelevant to what was going on. Um, but I thought it was pretty good for the, I mean, for the majority, I thought it was a, again, slightly above average. Yeah. I was it, a huge fan, though. It seems like, you know, a lot of people in the chat, you know, the classic seven eights of the world, 8.5s, very like, Top, I wouldn't say best episode of all time, but not like, you know, that bad of an episode. So I felt like, you know, we'll get into the elimination. I was kind of surprised. Uh, I, I, I actually did like the elimination. I don't know if I, or not elimination, excuse me, the challenge. I like the challenge and you said you didn't like it. I just felt like, you know, when you get people not participating and stuff, it brings it down tremendously. And I mean, who doesn't want to see, you know, Leroy and, you know, I mean, Leroy and Jay were going at it. Um, I mean, the, the one group just, I mean, what the hell was that? Like, like it was kind of embarrassing, honestly. Um, now we got Ryan McCord giving it a 6.7. So we're still, still better than the drones. Absolutely. Such a better episode than the, the drone shit show. But, uh, with that being said, uh, let's just dive right into the episode. Uh, I believe the episode kind of just started and, um, it was very, 
you know, the classic, or first off, before we get into it, Alex, what is your, you know, theory about, you know, entering the house first or something like that? It's, something. Well, yeah, I mean, basically about episode, episode three, four of the world is when I noticed this, but basically, and I think it's happened every time since then, is very simple. It's the elimination winner from the last episode is always the first person to walk into the door on the on the episode after because like obviously every episode starts with you know they come back from the elimination and it's always it's always the elimination winner is the first one to walk through i, I might notice that before because <laughs> i've picked up on that as well because today was cam last week was anisa uh, and then it's just like, I, it's, it's been, I, I might actually go back and do like watch the first minute of each episode just to see if it actually is like seven for seven at this point. But I think it's at least five for seven. Interesting. So, so, so for you guys and all of the chat too, when next week rolls around, we got to see if Leroy is the one walking through the door first. Well, we all know it's going to be not just Leroy, but not even Leroy and his partner, but Leroy and Cam will be the first group. And I would not be surprised if we got a confessional right out of the gate with either or one of those Teresa's on her heels now now's when we got to attack or you know something like that I would yeah say. they both got their schools yeah so the episode begins and i feel like we kind of have jay and Teresa versus the world at this point would we all agree with that yeah and it was it was the classic foreshadowing jay and Teresa. and after last episode i didn't think that that team could paint a bigger target on their back than they did. And they, they proved me wrong throughout the episode. And then it also led to the, uh, the classic coffee scene when her and CT were talking about Darrell. And then that got brought up at the elimination or at the deliberation. Uh, people kind of went nuts about it, but I mean, yeah, that was basically it. It was kind of Teresa. It was Cam and Leroy being pissed at Teresa, obviously, because Cam got voted in and then Teresa was trying to stick up for herself and really just, really just doing anything she could to dodge the attention. Yeah. And she was just digging a grave, not for her, but for her partner. Which yeah. Was, I mean, I, I could not believe Jay was just not like, shut the hell up. This is a guy's elimination week. Just don't do anything. Like, well, don't forget early on when all of that chatter starts happening, Teresa tried sticking up for Jay and saying, this was on me. This was on me. Don't put it on him. And then she continued to try to just be more scheming and like shady and go behind everyone's back. And it was just like, if she would have said that and like really dove it, like, like plant her feet in the ground and said, this was all on me. Do not take this out on him. And then if she tried changing it up a bit, maybe they'd be in a better spot. But she kind of went in there and said, she said, this was all me. And then she immediately followed that up with Jay. Don't talk about anything that we say in private. It's like one of the shadiest things you can possibly yeah. say. And that was in front of everybody too. So it was like, she tried acting like she was like saving the day and helping him out and then back the bus right over him again. Yeah. I mean, she definitely did not help his case at all. And realistically, I feel like, you know, if she would have just like let everything settle, like settle down and stuff through the, and we'll get into it, like the actual elimination and stuff. I don't understand why she was so like, we have to win this elimination or we're or challenge. And then we're going in. Do you, do you guys think she, 
that team was going in 100% if they didn't win. Regardless. Teresa and Jay? Because I, I, I personally so, think, I think a big part of it too was Teresa telling people to jump off. That was so stupid. Exactly. So I think personally, like if she would have not said that, the whole Devin fight and all that would have happened. Who knows what would have happened? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, there would have been more attention on that than Teresa. Because when everything was kind of like, I, I was just looking ahead doing the classic foreshadowing, you know, thinking where they were like, oh, one thing happens one day. You know, like every day yeah. is like a year in the challenge. So like towards the end of the episode, I'm like, oh, they're not going in. Like once Teach did that big reveal and stuff. Uh, but then every day she did something new that was stupid. Yeah. It was, it just pisses me off because like, I like Teresa and I just felt like she just, it, it wasn't even about her. It was just, she screwed over Jay and that's who I feel bad for. Cause I like Jay as a competitor, even tonight during his elimination, he, I guaranteed tonight, those are the top two guys in that challenge, in that elimination. I cannot think of the two better guys to do that elimination. I would, who, who else could compete in that? The only one that I think maybe would be maybe Kyle. Because he's tall. I think I that plays a big role in this. And Kyle, we talked about this plenty of times. People sleep on Kyle. I do think you're right. I'm not trying to discredit that. But yeah. I, I'm trying to think of in terms of who else is out there. I think Kyle would put up a good fight in this. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. I, I feel bad for Jay, too. And I think, like, Teresa is obviously, like, a good physical competitor and all that. And I think when it comes to the political game, she – is a good competitor in terms of like having a plan and knowing what that plan is. Cause not many people have like a plan to take somebody out or do this move or whatever, but she's just her weakness. I think is like when she gets called on, called out on things or when she's in any sort of pressure, she, she cracks. Yeah. She cracks. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think that's her biggest flaw. Like she just needed, I think she made too big of a move at the wrong time of this game. Really, yeah. it was. Yeah. I I think her move was smart. Like if she had a gold skull, it'd be completely different. Completely different. I just think she. I mean, she did get a, a strong competitor out. Some had her number one on her PR, but I just think you know. Oh, this way, <laughs> I just think. Uh, what's it called? I just think she played it wrong. And then she, overall, she screwed Jay, and that's the biggest thing. Yeah. So, um, so then after that little fight, I would say, how about the whole Fezzi and Corey situation, which I, I don't, I don't understand at all. I yeah, I, my guess is I think this may be one of those two to three episodes foreshadowing, because because when the fight in the middle of the episode, which we'll get into, it had a ton of guys in the middle of it, but Corey was not one of them. I mean, I think it was basically Fessy realizing that he had no guys on his side anymore, trying to go for Corey. And Corey, I mean, is an idiot, but he's also a vet. So, like, he was smart and saying, like, oh, like, I'll be nice to Fessy. We'll be cool now. But, like, I know that I can't really trust him. So, I feel like those two are kind of just at an episode-by-episode episode basis at this point. Yeah, I, I, I thought the same. I, I kind of liked the move on Fessy's part to try to rekindle that because Corey doesn't have anyone else in the house, so he could just bring him along to help himself out, which is what Fessy does. But I do think Corey kind of saw through it. 
because I mean, Fessy was saying like, I'm an introverted guy. Like I don't like to open up and like, that's fine. Like that's, there's nothing wrong with that. You can still be a good challenger by doing that, but you still called out one of your best friends on the challenge. Like regardless of, of how you want to play and what makes you comfortable and all that, you still through, you still actively went in against one of your best friends and knocked them out. Yeah. You can't, like nothing's going to change that. Absolutely. And then, I mean, you know, that conversation's going on and then you have uh, the Devons of the world, you know, just being like, you know, in the hot tub, just smirking, being like, Corey better not fall for this. This is the stupidest shit I've ever seen in my life, you know, all that, which I thought was interesting, you know, uh, which kind of foreshadowed, yeah, which kind of foreshadowed, you know, tonight or that fight later on. True. Yeah. So then we go to the actual challenge itself. Uh, So Andy said you didn't like it. Alex, what did you think of the challenge? I liked it. I think I like we said earlier, the one flaw of it was the fact that the guys didn't try, which is a big flaw. But I just think in terms of what the challenge was, I was a fan of it. And the reason the reason being is because there was some sort of like get your opponents out of it because like you had to push them in and everything. But at the same time, it was also you had to worry about yourself. You had to worry about yourself hanging on there because some of those challenges that you get where it's like you have the ability to team up on someone it's almost too much and mm-hmm. it comes down to just numbers and you're able to get out the the smaller opponent or whatever in terms of alliances um but i like this one because it was kind of half you had to worry about yourself just being able to hang on but you also could go for your enemy if you wanted to so i like that part about it yeah um i kind of got those uh i'm trying to think of what season it was i think it was dirty 30 vibes of when they were it was, it was three people at a time, though, and it was – I think it was to get back into the house. It was – I think Darrell, Tony, and someone else were Ooh, at it. Like when they were – like the wrestling thing? Yeah, 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 trying to throw each other off of the uh, – Yeah, boogie, boogie. Yeah, that was – wasn't that freckle face in a man – or in uh, Jenna, Jenna, too? Yeah. yeah, Jenna kicked her off or whatever. I thought, I thought you were going to say vibes of uh, Rivals. When they were under the helicopter and they just had to climb up a thing and then like oh yeah, yeah, yeah. classic yeah. Um, mikey Boogie. the doctor not a chance it was all determined by one second i mean we've yeah. talked about that 100%. multiple times i mean there's no chance it was one second last week was five seconds i mean you could no chance it <laughs> just yeah ridiculous. so no heat number, so heat number one we had casey nani cam big t and anisa I mean, looking at that, I feel like it's very open. I think Casey would be kind of, you know, the top dog, I would agree. Uh, but kind of besides that, I mean, or Cam, sorry, I completely skipped Yeah. That. Sorry, sorry about that. Cam, Cam being the top dog uh, in that, would you disagree? Or Andy, I saw you shaking your head when I said Cam, so. No, I, I think uh, for, for both heats, the winner didn't surprise me that much. So you thought Casey over Cam was expected? Yeah, I like Casey a lot. I, I think, and granted, Cam's Cam's good competitor, and between the two, I think Cam does have a little meat on bones. And Casey said that she was like, "Some girls view me as a senior competitor, but you know, I'm strong. I mean, she is strong. She's a professional football player. 
We'll forget that. So I, I uh, figured it would be those two, but doesn't surprise me Casey came out on top. Mm-hmm. One thing I do want to bring up uh, before we talk about the other heats, what do you guys think about you know the selection of the heats? That's one yeah. part of the game I wish we would have had back is like I, I love the old episodes where they literally draw. Like you actually see it. You know what I'm saying? Like when Tej reaches into the bag and it's literally a circle puzzle piece almost, and it's like Casey or Nani or whoever. I don't understand why they don't do that because I feel like it's so like – I mean, you look at that third heat, Teresa, Ambers, Gabby, and Lolo. I feel like that's so like rigged for Teresa to win. Is it not? I mean – But you got Lolo. Lolo ain't bad. I mean, she was like one of the first ones off, it seemed like. Because it seemed like when Teresa said let go, she let go. That's what I'm saying. So it was rigged is what I'm saying. No, that's not that's not it being rigged. That's Teresa trying to politic before the game. God. But you don't think MTV knew that? If she threw Teresa and Cam together, you know that ain't happening. You throw Teresa yeah, and Nani together, you know that ain't happening. Well, I mean, M, M or B, whichever one it was, also wasn't happening either. I, I'm not trying to discredit it because I agree with you. And I agree with what I think it was what Mikey was saying. I hate when MTV hides very important pieces of the challenge like that from us because they can do whatever the hell they want. Teresa yeah. and Jay could have won. We don't know that. Absolutely. And that's why I hate when they do stuff like this because they can control what, what happens. Absolutely. The thing um, Ryan McCord just wrote, or have the previous winners create heats and lineups. Another thing I love doing. Yeah. You know, even if you sh- you know sh- make it three heats in the – I don't. How many people are left? I said. Is there eight people or how many? There's ten on each. Ten on each. I mean, even if you did three, three, four, you know, three, three, four, and then created top two girls from each heat. Yeah. Three doesn't make sense. Or just made one giant heat of five, so the top girls to stay on the longest time. I think that's what they should have done. And then obviously the guys was just a complete mess. I mean the. The second heat was Kyle, Devin, Fezzi, Durrell, and Nam, which I don't think anybody moved. Yeah, I mean, we, yeah, we have to talk about this because this is where the disappointment for the challenge itself came in. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you guys think it was just a matter of like all of them just being pussies or like was it strategy or they didn't want to move because they thought they might fall off? Like this was honestly disappointing, especially when you have like for example, Kyle and Devin, who are very anti-Fessy, you would think that maybe, and maybe it was just because of how they were positioned, but maybe they try something. Like It just didn't make sense to me that nobody tried anything. Yeah, I, I don't know. It, it just pissed me off. Uh, like Darrell was basically saying, oh, I, I'm scared of heights and stuff. But, I mean, he was just hanging on for dear life. Like He gave no effort at all um, for any of it. I'm trying to see if... Devin didn't move. Kyle didn't really move either. None of them did. Yeah. No, that first one, they were statues. Yeah, which is just embarrassing, I would say. Um, yeah. I, I, yeah, I think it was scared. I think it was scared of the heights, scared of the fall into the water. I mean, granted, being like suspended below a helicopter in the freezing cold with water below you, that's not like an ideal situation to be in. And like when Fessy's out there barking out at him, you know, if you guys come after me, I'm not I'm not letting go. 
I mean, he's probably right. If you try pulling on him, he could just give you a clean, stiff arm like he probably used to do from the outside linebackers that are back in front of some college we've never heard of. But it's one of those things where it's like they're kind of scared of the challenge, kind of scared of each other, so they all just didn't do anything. I guess. Yeah, and, and you just got the vibe, like just watching it on TV, you just got the vibe that after 10 seconds of the challenge, everybody was not, not frozen in fear, but just frozen based on what the challenge was and that they didn't move right away. And so they just kind of all decided to not move. Um, but yeah, pretty, pretty uneventful heat. Yeah. Um, so then the next one, like we said, it, yeah, it was the Ambers, Gabby and Lolo and Teresa. And basically Teresa talked in everybody into jumping off except Amber B. B. Yeah. So it was Teresa and Amber B and they fought for a decent amount. And I mean that, I think Amber B tonight got what more airtime than the other six episodes combined. Oh, absolutely. Got to. So, but I mean, it was it, this, I feel like made it interesting though, that Teresa won because she was the enemy from last episode. And, and because the first girl's heat was won by Leroy's partner, Casey. So now Teresa wins and it's like pretty close, you know, who's going to win. And then the fourth heat, the rest of the guys, pretty i mean these guys actually tried compared to the first guy's heat but it was it was actually really i mean michi felt <laughs> michi, i think he was the only one who, who dropped <laughs> michi, did you, anybody else see michi almost fall when the thing was going up into the oh, air yeah. that was awesome i kind of like michi at this point he's yeah. just he's just there <laughs> yeah he's just and he's yeah. always kind of laughing at himself i i like that yeah, I mean, but 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 really, the only thing on this heat was uh, Jay going for Leroy, and I think w was his mindset maybe like because I at one point it looked like he was like on Leroy's back, so like willing to sacrifice himself in the water, and I think the reason being was because his partner Teresa had already won a heat. Yeah, so I think he was willing to like not be the last guy in the heat, just take Leroy off. Uh, but I think I. I think the the last heat, Michi was the only guy to fall off, right? So my question would have been, uh oh, if let's say Leroy and Jay Jay tackles him and they both go in the water at the same time, who wins? I think it goes back to like dirty thirty. Whoever hits the water first. I mean, or or do you think they would have done the times of Teresa and Casey? Well, it they technically did that that's what it was initially because they both stayed on at the same the guys cancel each other out so you're saying if if somebody's if jay's foot would have hit one second after leroy's yes because allegedly it was one second and it only came down to the girls because the guys stayed on the whole time yeah i don't know who knows so uh, so, so, so so we're all in agreement that the one second was not oh. oh not even close i would guarantee i would probably say it was between 15 and 30 seconds i mean, go I mean it, just, it just has to be there's no way ne next week is going to be this is the closest challenge of all time yes. one millisecond or something like that I, I i think there's been a few hall brawls when they say we have to check the tapes right God. and you know what's funny I think every i think everyone if you if you seriously watch those hall brows where they're like, oh, it's one second or whatever, 
you can clearly see who wins. Who like? Oh um, yeah, yeah. Oh. By like a decent amount. The only one that I remember was I think it was Dunbar who missed the rope. If I yes. can remember correctly. Yeah, yes. yeah. Like the and then hit the rope. Yeah. So and somebody. Yeah, somebody in this chat must be watching Rivals 2 or something right now or something. Watch oh, it. Yeah. Tyree yeah. pissed. God. Tyree wearing a shirt backwards? That can't be right. God. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so then, obviously, the one second happens. Um, and then Leroy and Casey win. So that's basically it, right? We didn't miss anything. That was the challenge. Yeah, so we were in Casey win. We go back to the house, and then we had the whole Teresa versus Amber versus Darrell. You know, it was kind of just all over the place, right? Yeah, that was really the only thing before the big fight. Um, it was, I think it was the same night. It was the same night out just a, a little bit before um, Teresa got called out by Amber and Darrell for basically saying their names, which she did we've literally already recapped that part of the episode uh teresa was busted and she again like we talked about just kind of panicked yeah when when those two called her out yeah so she's caught red-handed she doesn't know what to do um she kind of just i i don't know what her thought process was can someone explain that to me like the whole thing, like wh- why not say like, yeah, I was just talking with CT right away. Like, why did she have to wait that long? What do you, wait, I, I don't know. I'm also a bit confused. Are you confused with me or why to her? Right now, right now you. I'm saying why didn't Teresa that night at the bar just come clean and talk about CT, that whole CT and Darrell thing? I think, and because... My first answer is I don't know, but I my guess is she was trying to expose CT for calling her out without being open about it because okay. she's kind of shady. And I think a shady person when they get caught tries to put someone else like on the spot, and, and that was the perfect time during a limit an elimination. Show me the receipts. I want receipts. I was wearing a Lululemon shirt between nine and ten. How about that? Yeah, she, she panics. She, she does. Panics. She does. So, I, I kind of want to skip ahead for a second. Do we think she's going into elimination next week? Yes. I mean, she, she's got to be. Who else would? I think that's the real question. Who else would? Well, first, we, we don't even know if it's going to be a guys or girls elimination. Right? It could be a guys. They have the same number now, right? They they have the same number. Cam, Anissa. No, partner-wise, there's no rogue agents. Partners-wise, oh. it's even, but guys I'm have... I'm talking skulls. Guys have I'm two more skulls. skulls. Yeah, it's four to two. Yeah. Right? So it's That's the only number that counts. Probably going to be a girls. We'll get into it. So, oh, all right, all right. So then the next part we have to talk about is the big fight. And this is kind of where the episode got out of control for at least a good 20 minutes. It kind of started with, started with, with Devin just instigating Fessy as easily as he could 
he was in his face, you know, big brother sucks. And then eventually it got kind of Josh got pulled in, Kyle got pulled in. And it really was just like Devin and Kyle kind of laughing at each, like laughing with each other at them, just joking around, saying big brother sucks and all this. And Fessy trying to be the big tough guy and Josh being Josh. That's kind of where the fight went. Yeah. yeah I mean, that's... Go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. So, I mean. Oh, yeah. So, what I'm thinking. Trev, go ahead. So, I just thought, you know, <laughs> basically that, I mean, it's classic Josh just being drunk. It's classic Fezzy being drunk. And then, you know, that's the best part about Devin, uh, you know, him just stirring the pot. And that's why, that's why I do like Devin to an extent. You know, some people hate him. I asked, I, uh, I, uh, what's it called? Disagree with that comment, Andy, but <laughs> so Andy, what, what else what do you think? I can't even talk right now. I loved it. I loved it because in my mind, first off, I hate the big brother people so much. This is like exactly what they do. Like they are such little, like they're just super high, strong people who just lose it. Like they're so emotionally unstable that it's hilarious. And then you get people like Devin and Kyle who just like to poke buttons. They didn't really do a whole lot. Like back in the day, people would like, do, I mean, does no one remember uh, when, when Laurel made fun of Paula for being anorexic and old and doesn't have a man and like, isn't doing anything with her life? Like she was literally coming at her throat. And all that happened was like there was a little bit of uh, of some crying and stuff like that, but that was about it. I mean, this I, I do think this probably was just like, oh, Big Brother's so stupid. Oh my gosh, you don't even know. I will fight you right now. Yeah. Like, what the hell are you doing? I also Feel think like it's, like, it's also like the time we're in now. Like everything's so taken so seriously, and it's like just relax, people. Like it's a joke or whatever, you know. Devin understands that it's literally a, it's a game. Like take it as a joke. Like you brought up. I mean, I mean, Boogie and, Brown says Paula deserved it. I, I don't know if anybody deserves being talked like that. I mean, well, that was don't sleep. If Boogie clearly remembers that season well, because Kara and Laurel got shit on that entire, that was the two liter of Coke. Kara yeah. said for no reason. Okay. Well that was deserved though. Boogie knows that season. God. I'm just trying to remember other things that like people went home, like luggage in the pool. People just quit. Um, I'm uh, trying to West think. Threw, West threw CT's bed straight out of their bedroom. No CT, and he acted normal. God. I, I think I think my favorite part, one of my favorite parts of this fight tonight was when Josh was in Devin's face and he was saying, I'm going to count to three and like, you better be out of here. And you just knew based on what had happened before that, you just knew there was no fucking chance that Devin was moving. And I love that. Cause it's like, like, yeah, you know, like Devin is a smart enough guy, obviously to know that Josh is a stupid enough guy to just count to three and then just push him like he did. And so I just love that Josh had this like threat, so to speak. And Devin just stood there knowing what was going to happen. It happened. And then, Josh just well, looked like it. Well, on top of that scene, in that scene specifically, Josh looked big. God, he sounds big. Big. 
And, and that was, I think, in one of the, like, confessionals that happened during that whole scene was, uh, oh, it was Devin. Devin saying, look, I know I'm a layup. I own it. Josh is a layup, and he acts like he's one of the toughest guys. And that's so spot on. That was a, so spot on. That was an amazing line by Devin. Devin has grown on me a lot this season. Wow. I never thought I would hear those words out of your mouth. I li- I, 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 I like I like the Devin Kyle dynamic a lot. Agreed. Okay. It do, is Devin shining so much because bananas isn't here this year. Maybe and, and that always, are like we have to attach ourselves to something, and he's the closest thing we got. Yeah, but don't discredit him because he feels this episode felt like an old school bananas episode but in yes, terms of stirring the pot. It, he is just, I mean, he's very good at one lines. He's very good. But yeah. this is obviously the goat at it. Put Putting Nick, Nickel and Joss. I mean, his one liners are just pretty good. So I, I don't know. I just think we might be just taking Devin as bananas esque. Well, the, and, well, and this is probably the longest time he's been on our, sh- on, on, this the show at all without bananas right rivals three to the but finale. Ban- bananas was there i mean no no no. Well, I, i'm without you yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah and not to mention the fact that like west too has been gone for the past five episodes or whatever wait 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 boogie brown said no bananas is not that better not be kenny is the goat of one-liners oh god we're not starting this we're not starting this we're not he is my god because Kenny is. That's a fact. That's just a fact. It's a challenge fact. People like Boogie and myself know that Kenny is the goat of one-liners. Funniest guy that's ever been on the challenge. That but, was. I mean, we, we, we might just have to mute Boogie for that one. <laughs> verbal Anytime meme. Up. Verbal meme. Boogie Brown, D Wade, Aliu, me, LeBron. <laughs> but I, I think something else for Devin is like. Who the hell else does that kind of stuff? Like, Bananas, there was always Wes. Like, there's always at least been a couple personalities like that. But it's literally, like, just Devin. Kyle a little bit, too. But I think that helps kind of make Devin shine a little brighter. Nowhere near Bananas. Nowhere near Kenny. Well, there's there's no, like, face of this season. Right? We agree with that? Like, who? If you were to pinpoint, like if they were to have, you know, a couple seasons ago, there was that picture in like Times Square of the challenge. It was like Bananas and Kara as like the face of the challenge. Who would you put up this season for that? If they were to put that sign up in Times Square, who would you put I up? My answer. It would have to be CT, but I don't like that. No, that you wouldn't would be up. my answer. Oh, I would go Cam. As the face of the challenge? Yes. Oh, are we talking one from each each gender? Or are you there? You're no. Latin a little bit, Alex. No, not one from each gender. I'm thinking just Cam. Period. I, someone did say Corey in the chat. Uh, love by you. Thanks for joining us again. Um, Chat. Corey's, Corey's actually a really good pick too. Mikey the doctor wrote Darrell. If Darrell in his prime, when he's coming off victories, absolutely, 100%. I think he would be a 
a good candidate, but he hasn't been on. I mean, people forget when was the last time he was on dirty 30 when, which he was on for two seasons. It was invasion of the champs and that, and then before that, when was the last season? Fresh meat too. Fresh meat too. Yeah. So, I mean, I think I fresh meat too. Um, so Alex, who, who'd you say your pick was? Are, well, are we only, we're only picking from the, the cast this season? Yeah, so if it was from this season of the when, championship. When I think the big posters in Times Square, if we're only pulling from this season, I would say, I would say Ashley. That's what Love by You says. Michael I mean, Kohler also hops in there saying CT. A lot of CTs, a lot of Corys. I think when you think of the challenge – you do think of CT as one of the top dogs of the show. Problem is, I feel like they've never painted him as like the poster boy of the show. Like he's he's always been there, and he, don't get me wrong, he's arguably a top five competitor of all time. But they've never painted him in that direction. He kind of likes being back from the spotlight, you know, kind of. Yeah, he's bad. I he's mean, bad. what? He's a bad boy. God. You can't have a bad boy be the face. I mean, the the for the fucking past for the past two decades, the face has been bananas, and then if it's not bananas, it's the his rival who's been Wes. So like CT has always kind of been that third or fourth guy. Just Wait, are we stupid? The face of the challenge. Wes was on this season. His face would have been in Times Square. I don't know though. God, I completely forgot. Wes Honestly, was on this season. I, I think you could say bananas. <laughs> God, watch it. TJ Lavin, honestly, at this point. Yeah, that's what J.S. Paw said. Yeah. But how did we get here? I, I don't know. We were all over the place. The 76ers just hit a game-winning shot with two seconds left. They blew a 10-point lead in a minute. So any sports fans out there, there you go. That's talking sports tonight. So back to like we were talking about. Deliberation. Deliberation comes around and everything's just all over the place. I mean, you have Teresa crying. You have Devin with the first statement saying, I'm sorry. Um, which I was I like. Do we, that. Think, do we think he was on the radar? Because throughout all the drama and everything, I didn't view him as ever being potential to be voted in. And he kind of finished his little spiel at deliberation with a like half joking, half serious, like, don't throw me in. But it had never occurred to me of like his name being on the chopping block. Did you guys think he was? They only had a they only had a couple votes. Um, but I mean, it was it was either going to be Teresa and Jay or them. I didn't think another team would have been thrown in. Who else do you think? Maybe Darrell. Mm, I don't think so. Maybe yeah, maybe if Teresa would have gotten some of the rookies to go her way, but. I mean, I think it was just a matter, and we kind of saw this when those guys were like explaining why they voted the way they did. I think it was just the fact that uh, Fessy, it, Fess, I think Fessy was just so mad still at Devin from the, oh, big brother sucks. And, you know, Fessy is just like, has the mind of a 12 year old. So he was just going to vote him in. Yeah. And, and Josh voted for him, shockingly. I think Josh was crying when he was doing his secret vote. Yeah. That sounds about right. <laughs> so, yeah, that's another cry. We didn't bring that up. So, what's our Josh number? What are we up to? Three, three now or four? 
I want to say two. I was going to say two. I was going to say two. I think it's two. I think it's two, but here's no, no, the no, thing. No, no, no. This is, this is what it was. It was two on screen, but we all agreed there was one that was not shown on screen. Well, there's off screen. There's It's probably been seven. Yeah, we got it. We got to do on screen. So two. And, well, and keep in mind, I still think we're kind of tracking well because there's 19 episodes in this damn season. But how many, how many does he have left in him? Maybe like he could have fucking eight left still and not be oh. close to the final. Wait, well, what? We're on seven, right? Yeah, okay. Yeah, but but remember last week, Josh had a surprisingly he wasn't in it at all. He only, here's the thing about Josh tonight, and this is our what was the segment we were talking about? People we don't want airtime, or I know yeah. I think Jesse Adams wrote it last we're, week. We're workshopping the name. Yeah, workshopping the name. So we'll kind of enter in a segment real quick, but. Josh really didn't have that much airtime tonight except that fight. And that was a, a very small part of it. Besides that, I don't think he had any confessionals or anything. Right? It really it really was just the fight. Yeah. yeah. But did he even have a confessional? I mean, he had a couple uh, centered around the fight. Yeah, but a confessional-wise, I don't think he had one scene. I think it was just, you know, back up, bro, back up, bro, or whatever to Fezzi. And then count to three. God, well, thank God he could count to three. I was a little nervous when he got to two. Well, what, 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 so what was, what was our before the season? What was our over under on Josh cries? Was it six and a half? It was six and a half cries this season. So and that does include reunion show. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Six hammered the over. Yeah, and we all hammered the over. Obviously, Boogie <laughs> Brown said he had zero confessionals tonight, so I'm taking that man's word. So. You have that going on. Uh, deliberation, we talked about. Teresa and Jay are compromised, not surprised. And then we kind of just go straight into the elimination. Uh, so they're walking into the elimination. You see that challenge. And I was kind of surprised uh, they brought this one back so fast. I don't know about you guys. I felt like, I mean, what episode do we have this elimination in? One, right? I guess then again, that is six episodes now I think about it. Um, but I was hoping for something different. I, I don't mind this elimination. I would prefer something else, though. Anybody? I agree. I think this is – it's it's a kind of an interesting challenge, though, because it is a bit athletic, awkward, somewhat random, but still takes some skill. I didn't mind this challenge. The good news is that means we're going to get one of those pseudo-pole wrestles that uh, Kyle won, and we're also going to get another Hall Brawl. Absolutely. So I'm excited about that. We're like this. I, this I would say has been a middle of the tier, like not this exact elimination, but just this setup. I'd say is middle of the tier. Yeah. Uh, Jesse Adams said, "I would like to see puzzles here soon." Uh, depends. It very depends. Ask. Um, Mikey did yeah. it's it's a coincidence when Josh doesn't get a lot of airtime, the episode is better. Could not be more spot on. Um, yeah, I, I just I the elimination itself, I agree, is is a good elimination. It's fun to watch, but I it just kind of felt lazy the fact that they did this they did. Because I don't know about you, but when I was watching it, my very first thought was when I thought of this elimination in the past, I thought of Leroy when he beat bananas on X's two. Um, and then I thought I was like, wait a second, 
we had this elimination on this season already. Like I had forgotten, like the first thing that came to my mind was seasons, seasons ago. And yeah. then I remembered that there, uh, Ashley lost this one episode one. And I was like, well, why are they, I don't know. I just, I don't like that. They bring it back so quickly. I feel like you, you save the repeat eliminations for your pole wrestles and your hall brawls of the world and not much else. This one's a good one. Maybe you do it two times in a season, but not episode one and episode seven when there's 19 episodes. So, um, Je Jesse brings up a good point. He says, he or, or she maybe, Jesse says, I really want to see a girl's hall brawl. The, the first one that we did of tonight was a girl's, now it's a guy's. So yeah. maybe based on that schedule of like the eliminations and the rounds, Maybe we are going to see a girls like pole wrestle and a girls hall brawl next, which I would be all in favor of. But then that means we're going to get what a guy's one that they did last week where they jump around to each pole. What were the other girls eliminations? And a, uh, the one with Tori and Anissa where they like toss the cannonballs at the wall. Yeah, that'd be interesting to see guys do. Yes, Jesse is a guy, by the way. Andy. Agreed, agreed. Okay, thanks, Jesse. <laughs> hey, um, 2021. God, watch it after your stunt last week. <laughs> um, so, one thing, one thing I do want to bring up, and I want the chat's opinion on this. Blow uh, me. What do you guys think about? You know, I, I, I was watching it recently. Fresh Meat Two, the elimination. Where you know two teams, they're not seen by anybody, and it and that yeah. that that season it was a race. It was basically like carry thirty pounds at once time, drop buckets or whatever, you know, whatever. Okay, and that's what, what fresh meat one was, by the way, as well. Sorry, keep going. So, what do you guys think about those eliminate? Because I kind of like that more. I do, I do love like. I, I, to me, I would rather see the elimination played out elsewhere without anybody around and then like you know the winning team comes home and you're all like everybody's around the house you know waiting for that person to walk in you know i picture them on the, the log cabin just sitting on the balcony waiting and uh you know like stuff like that do you guys like that or no boogie brown wrote hell no so i guess my answer is i think the i like it the way they did it in fresh in the fresh meats but i think the reason part of the reason is because the elimination itself was just a race. Whereas not, like, and that's the thing we, we can change those rules. Like it doesn't have to be a race. It could be like a, a hall brawl. Or yeah. What, yeah. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying if, it, if it's have a hall brawl with no spectators. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. If, if it's like a regular elimination, like we normally think of, I want there to be fans there, but I also think there is something cool to having like one team come back to the house. But I feel like part of the reason it worked was because I mean, Put, think about if you put the cast there for the exile races they had. There's nothing to really watch. It's just a race. So I feel like it worked the way they did it, but I wouldn't want there to be an empty crowd for a hall brawl. Yeah. I well, just, and, go ahead, Andy. Here's one thing to think about, too, because ultimately the main decision on where this lies is with MTV. Mm -hmm. When you think of the best, best elimination rounds, you don't think of when Wes and Casey beat name a given competitor and fresh meat one you don't Absolutely. think of that because it's not it's not entertaining for us as viewers as opposed to seeing fessy and nelly t going to hall bro i would take that any day of the week and i think 
I think that's probably what the ultimate decision ends up being based off of. And then to Alex's point, it'd be stupid to not have and, the rest of the And I was there. just about to say, and then Boogie came in the chat. I think they did that on Invasion. Yeah, they did it too. in the beginning to get into the, the actual, like, house or whatever the, you want to call it. The Oasis. Mm -hmm. yeah. And does anybody does anybody remember who the first challenger to book their ticket to the Oasis was? Jenna? I was going to say Dario. No? It, it was... I'm, it was Dario. Yeah, that's what I thought it was. Because I, th I, I think it was like, I think it was like if you win a challenge, you're in. If you win elimination, you're yeah. in. Yeah. So Jenna won the the elimination on the first episode. And so did awesome. so did so did Tony. Oh, I thought it was Corey who won the first one. No, Tony beat uh, Darrell. <laughs> God. Oh, oh, that one was the picking up like the bags. It, like, yeah. Back and forth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, for some reason, I always think that first elimination was jumping for, uh, you know, the one where you're jumping off the, uh, it was like Corey, you had to hold, it was when Heisman didn't do it. I thought that was yeah. the elimination for some reason in my head. I don't think that was a first one. What? No, that was, that was Theo. Oh, yeah, Heisman. I thought it was Heisman. It wasn't Heisman? No, what? Heisman's rookie. Heisman, Heisman started on, no, no, that was Theo. Oh, but not I Theo. Not not real Theo. It's fake Theo. God, Bruno fingers. Bruno fingers. God, that's good. Jenna, classic. Finger blast. Okay, so back to the elimination. Where, where are we at? Where are we at back now? The elimination. So we got Tej comes in and he's he's like, I'm tired of this bullshit kind of thing. He says, you know, I don't want any of you guys to just skate by or whatever, you know, he does his whole spiel. So basically he canceled out all the, the votes that, you know, the guys didn't uh, participate in all those guys. At this point I was like, Oh shit, this something's better changed. Like, you know, they go to commercial, they hype this up. I'm excited. I'm like, Oh, if, if what's his name's not going in, this is going to be wild. Sure enough. It's the same. Change nothing. Yeah, changed absolutely nothing at all. So I was pissed. Um, yeah, love by you. I, LVP might have to be Alex's Wi-Fi because it's been trapped. Wow. Um, Jack. So that pissed me off so much. And I don't know if it pissed you guys Same. off or anybody in the comments. You can't just hype that up like that and just drop the ball. Especially bring in a commercial. They literally brought in a commercial and had me like, Who's going in? And then they did that, and I was pissed. Andy, what'd you Agreed. think? No, I I totally agree. I mean, sometimes with the challenge, and we I mean we've seen it before because they do these twists all the time, and sometimes it is a game changer. Sometimes it's a total non-factor, and that's just what today's was. So I mean, I wasn't surprised, but I was pissed because I was like, why even do it? Why even like say that? Well, and I I say that, but then like. Obviously, no one's going to be quitting challenges anytime soon. So maybe there's some good that's going to come out of it. But for this, it was kind of irrelevant for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. Alex, what did you think? When, when, when it cut to commercial, I was very ready to have my MVP vote be TJ because I thought that something was going to happen because of this. And then it came back and it was nothing. And I guess the only thing – 
like you said, is maybe this will just incentivize people to not quit. And because, if, if, sorry, timeout, because TJ doesn't like quitters, aside from Leo. Sorry, continue. And, and if something does happen again, maybe this is, you know, their, their warning or whatever. But yeah, I don't know. I, I think it was good. Did something, but I guess the votes still just fell in the same way they would have. Now, time out. You brought up a good word there. The little warning. Mm-hmm. I'm almost certain that warning was for their actions the night before. I don't think that was for quitting. I um, think that warning that TJ gave out was, you know, what happened last night, we cannot tolerate. That's how we act this is your one warning i'm fairly certain that that's what the warning was in reference to which really pissed me off but wait wait i'm, he, I'm curious about what you're saying yes he did he definitely did he, make a warning 100 percent. he also made a warning about people not competing yes but i think when he was on the elimination floor he was saying we might have fully lost the house He's back. When he was on the elimination floor, he was like, the things that happened last night were or inexcusable, not going to happen again. This is your one warning. Yes. Relax, TJ. What do you mean this is their one warning? So Devin was making fun of Josh and Fessy. Yeah. What do you mean you get a warning? That – I, I don't we'll know. We'll I mean – I, I don't know. I mean, there's going to have to be something come of this. I, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. All right, I think Alex is trying to get back in. He's still lagging quite a bit. So, Andy, let's talk about this elimination. Uh, let's do it. So, the elimination. Were you surprised or what? Very. I was surprised for a couple of reasons. I was surprised that Leroy went down. I thought that was very bold on his part because when I saw this challenge, I was like, wow, Jay's probably got this in the back because this seemed like a Jay challenge. But for Leroy to have the balls to do it, good for him. And for him to come out and absolutely smoke it, even better for him. But I was surprised for both those reasons. I Like I said earlier, I think those were the top two people you could have go in that competition tonight. I don't think anybody else would have came close to that. Like, you could have put, I mean, if you want to put CT, Kyle, whoever up against Jay, Jay's coming back, I think. Yeah. Boogie Brown writing that Leroy got his ninth elimination win tonight. But as as crazy as that is, the only important stat that he has is at zero right now, how I look at it. Nine's very impressive, but people forget he still has zero rings. Which... Which I hope he wins. I mean, realistically, I'm rooting for Leroy to win at this point. Um, I would like to see possibly Cam go home, but, you know, that's just me. But uh, another thing I do want to bring up is the whole what, – what's the reasoning with the whole fire thing during that challenge? <laughs> Can someone explain that to me? Is that, like, just supposed to, like, hype it up or something? Like, I feel like – Oh, it's a little hot. I I don't know. I I don't get the purpose of it. I don't think I don't think it does anything. I don't think I don't think it does anything. It's all it's all for show. That doesn't sound like the challenge. And and I I think so. I think 
Um, it was impressive that Leroy went down. And I, I just I, – I feel like there's a good amount of it because of the fact that he – like very rarely is someone able to go into elimination that they've done before because just because they have so many things that they recycle through. True. And then and like you got somebody like Leroy who not only did he win the last time he did this against Bananas, he smoked it just like he did tonight. So like he knows – he knows in order for him to lose, Jay has to be better than he is somehow. And he knows how good he is at this. And, I mean, he, he smoked it. Yeah. So, I think that's basically it, right? So, the only thing that came from it, we had Leroy win the elimination. He chose to stay with Casey, which I thought was a very smart move. And then you basically had Teresa. Wait, no. Andy, is that a no? I, I don't think him staying with Casey was a bad move. Okay. I think him jumping and grabbing Cam might have been a better move. And I just think we don't that, know what that was we, my thought. Because we don't know what's going to – well, hold on. We don't know what, what's going to end up happening. We don't know, like, if your final partner is who you're going into the challenge with. We don't know anything about, like, what what's going to happen once we get to the finals. But what we do know is Cam has her skull and Leroy has his skull. And they have numbers on their side. So I didn't realize – I didn't see the reason why she wouldn't just say, okay, we've punched our tickets. Let's just hitch our wagons together and not see another elimination and go straight to the finals. I don't, I don't see the downside of that. Whereas, like, no, Casey's yeah. – like, could you imagine if Casey goes in to get her skull and they do that, it's actually a guy's elimination? What's the point? Why, why, why risk that? You know what I mean? Why why I like the move, though, is, one, you have more numbers on your side regardless. So nobody's targeting you. Like, you, they, you can lie right. all you want. But having two teams, I mean, that's four people. That's four votes right there. That's essentially on your side regardless. That's, that's why I really like that. If you're together, you lose two votes completely. And, I mean, anybody – you know, Everyone votes individually. So, like, if there's enough bad blood where if you're on a different team, then Casey's going to vote a different direction, who's to say she's not going to do that anyways? Alex, what are your thoughts? I I completely agree with Andy on this one. I was completely shocked that they didn't join join forces there. And just I I think about it because of, like, their whole reasoning when they picked partners episode one to split up was – Let's spread out our numbers. Let's figure the game out. Let's get our skulls and everything. But like now we're seven episodes in. They both have theirs. Why not right. join? Especially like we've seen from other teams like Lolo and Nam, Jay and Teresa. Like your partner and you are not playing the same game just because of the format and everything. And so to get some to get a partner that is playing the same game as you, that's a big strength. They both have their skulls. I feel like if they would have joined together, they would have been able to just kind of lay low. They're both in a good spot. They can obviously trust their teammate, which is, you know, not other all teams can say that. And like 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 you said, Cam and her in Cam's shoes, she has a partner that has a skull already in Kyle, but Leroy doesn't. So if Leroy could get screwed with that. So I I just I was very in like they might not get the chance to join forces again. Mm-hmm. Like, why that, not? That's 
I, I think that's a huge knock. You might not get another shot to team up. And granted, we don't know if that's going to matter or not, like being a team. But why? Why? Yeah, I just I didn't. No, I, I, I get it. And let's get, let's not overlook the fact that Cam and Leroy is a damn good team. That yeah. duo is winning some challenges. You better believe that. In yeah, in 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 a game of so much uncertainty, what you want to do is just have somebody next to you that you can trust. And I don't know why they wouldn't do it. I you think know, I think there's. You know, you got your ticket to the final. I think personally, I mean, we have people in the chat saying, you know, they need to maintain other alliances. Like, I'm 100%. I 100% agree with that. Absolutely. That that's how I'm thinking. And realistically, too, I think we're on episode seven, and I know they don't know it, but we still possibly have 10, 11 more eliminations. As crazy as that sounds, so True. one of those guys or girls, excuse me, are probably going into an elimination. Is that fair well, to say? And- yeah, and, and so the, the chat's very clearly kind of been on the opposite side of me and Alex, which I'm not, I, I don't think there's a right or wrong answer here. That's just what, what I was surprised about. But, but someone made a good reference of, and this is kind of like with when uh, Jordan and Tori, one of them was going to continue down that final and one of them was going to have to like back lag back. Granted, Tori and Jordan didn't end up working out, but it does double like their relationship's chance of winning a lot of money. In case like something gets south, one of them can go to the final, win some money, and come back, and they're still together and starting their life together. Because they both said that's kind of the their MO. It's like, yeah, if, if you've got two nines against a six, you could stay on an 18, or you could split them up and shoot for two 19s against the deal of six. Yeah, and everybody knows you, you have to split. So. Exactly. So with that being said, anything else from this episode? What do we think? What do we think? Well, so the, new, the next new team is what do we think about Teresa and Corey? I think that benefits Teresa very well. Because I feel I'm, like Corey's the kind of guy, like a lot of people know. And here's the thing. Corey doesn't really have that strong of an alliance in this game at all now. But I feel like a lot of people respect Corey and aren't going to throw him in. Yeah, I just I feel bad for Corey more than anything, just because Teresa has such a big target on her back. Yeah, agreed. But yeah. So we'll get into that. Anything else? I think I think that's good. I think we got a segments. We got a few segments. We got some some people in the chat are chomping at the bit for some segments. Let's do it. What do we got? All right. First segment of the night, uh, this day in challenge history. We got some trivia. So you guys get ready. Uh, We'll take the answers in the chat as we get them. Um, So the first first round, first round, this day in challenge history, uh, seasons, battle of the bloodlines. Your first, first question is, in the elimination, who did Kara and Jamie beat? This was episode. It's got to be bananas and Vince. Episode, episode ten of Bloodlines. Bananas and Vince. Bananas and Vince. I'm, I'm with. I, I agree with that guess. That that's your answer for who Kara and Jamie beat. Yeah. Correct answer. 
is Bananas and Vince. Wow. Boogie who? Oh, we beat you. <laughs> so so now the, the second the just the second part of the, that question. Wait, wait, wait before, before you say that. Because we do timestamp. We we see exactly when each person sends their comments in. Boogie Brown and Mike the Mikey the Doctor, the exact same time. 1049 09. <laughs> wow. It was decided it. by less than a second. Well, no, they tied. <laughs> Literally, it's the exact same time. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. So, come on. In that episode, yeah. in that challenge that led to this elimination, what team won the challenge? I'm not going to get this. I'll tell Cora you. Mitch. Cara and Jamie beat Bananas and Vince. Who won? I'm going the Corey and Mitch. Corey and Mitch. And it was it was Corey and Mitch. Bang. I I figured the bloodlines would be easy just because it was so late in the season. There was not yeah teams to choose from. What? How many episodes were there that season? Uh, bloodlines had. Was it like thirteen? Thirteen. Come on. So was the episode next? There's the Corey and Mitch. Um, what was the was the final two episodes? Or was there was Bananas events the last team eliminated, or was there another team eliminated? Or I guess that that's for next week. I, that's, I, I, that's, that's next we'll week. We'll get into that next week. All right, all right, all right. We, we any got other one, this day? We got one more round of this day in challenge history. Okay. Um. So that was that was bloodlines. All right, so this day in challenge history was X's two. First part of the question is episode episode four. The challenge name was Brush Off. What team won the challenge? The first challenge? Well, yeah, there's only one challenge. Episode four. Oh, that, that, that's what I was going for. Episode four. Episode four, the challenge in it, the challenge was called Brush Off. There was a, a obviously it was pairs. What pair won the challenge? I think it was, I think it was Zach. I'm going to go bananas. Boogie. Wait, wait, Trev, what was your name? What boogie Boogie's on your side. I got uh, bananas. The correct answer is Zach and John A. You know you're fucked, Andy, when a Boogie Brown writes the exact same thing. I know. I know. Um, all right, all right. So, so Zach and John A won. Their pick to go into elimination was Adam and Brittany. The and they, they won. It was back to back. They won. Who did, who did Adam and Brittany beat in this elimination? Episode four. Was that Jimmy and Knight? Guess it was Jimmy and I. Wow! And I, yeah, J Jimmy and Knight got last. R.I.P. Knight. Shout out. Talk about him last week too. And I think this was. And we obviously got to call on Boogie here. I think this was the episode where so Knight and Jimmy were last, so they were already in. And Zach and John A had to pick a team to go in. And I think their reasoning. It was like they could have voted in uh, Jay and Jenna, but obviously Zach was like tapping that, and so he didn't want to. 
And so they gave some like BS excuse for not voting it in. I think the whole whole cast like laughed. TJ was getting a few laughs in. Um, and it was just like so clear that <laughs> it was just so clear that they were voting Adam and Brittany in because he wanted to keep Jenna around. Was that yeah, the JS Paul writes? Was that the catch up episode? No, that was Rivals Two. Yeah, that was different. Different season. Electric episode. Talk about the catch up episode in here. Was that one of us that sent a DM? I remember us talking about that like pretty recently. Right? Or am I just uh, we'll get into that? Did you send me a clip of that? I did. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so why are you acting like a yeah, I thought you were talking about on here. We didn't talk about the catch up episode on here. But I no, like literally like two days ago. You sent me like it was oh, yeah, I just watched the catch up episode. It's oh, awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the title of the episode is literally like something something phobia. Did Boogie Brown really just say Rivals oh, Two episodes? There's no before? way it's Rivals no. Two episodes before. There's no well, way. I'm trying to think of because I literally just oh. watched I'm trying to think of what episode I'm on. Hold on. It is by before. I have the X's two page up on right now. Should I scroll over to Rivals Two? Yes. Go to Rivals Two and see what the episode the, is called. The, no, the title of it is like something something phobia. It's like the real like scientific. I, I, I remember that. Scary. I remember that. So we'll see what episode number it is. There's no way if it's Rivals Two episode four, I'm going to. We lose. might just have to call it. Oh, we might god. just have to end it. Are, are you kidding me? Oh my god, it's it. All right. Ep well, episode four. Oh come on! There's no way. How well, does I think I'm out? How does Boogie do it? God, <laughs> the walking encyclopedia of the challenge. The challenge historian himself. Unbelievable. And wow. We still got a a Boogie. We got to get you on at some point for the live trivia question. That's sometimes there's only one way to to truly test this out. Yeah. <laughs> God, it's unbelievable. All right. What are we thinking next? Next segment. We ready? Yeah. What, what are we thinking? Uh, so next segment, I think it will be a quick one. It's called, Who is Corey's Partner? partner? Yeah, that's the segment. And I th think, is it Liv? God, watch. Seriously, wait. what's the next segment called? Oh, wait, no. So we started at nobody, and now we're at yeah. Teresa. 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 So I, it's Teresa, right? All right. That was a bad segment right there. That was yeah. really So we're going to go. We're gonna go I'm going to skip Alex, whatever he just said there. And we're going to go to a segment um, that we've done in the past. I don't know if we've done it this season at all correct me if i'm wrong but it's really going to be time for pluto playback which if you guys don't know what pluto is pluto is literally just this free app um you know i have it on my tv right over here and um basically has a challenge channel where you can just literally watch whatever challenge season's on or past challenge season on and they're kind of all over the place what's on I mean, I've seen, you've seen Invasion on there. You've seen Exodus 2 on there. It's kind of whatever. Completely free. Uh, yes, there's commercials, but it's a completely free app. Uh, really cool th thing they've done. Uh, so yeah, when, when downloading, just use the promo code Stir the Pod. There's none of that. 
But currently on there right now, the episode just ended. Um, Wait, what is what is the challenge number? Like or channel number? The channel number is two ninety eight. All right, I'm pulling it up oh, now. Luke Brown says they. See, I haven't seen them skip the episodes. I, Did they just change that? Because I've seen them always go in order. I, I, I think I think there's a few select episodes each season that they just don't show for random reasons, or <laughs> some other reasons. <laughs> but but tonight's episode that was on that I, I turned on it literally just ended right now. It was season nineteen. Episode six. Can we guess? The challenge itself was called Airheads. Season season nineteen was definitely uh, Freshman Two. Yes, it was Freshman Two. Episode seven. It was called Airheads. The winner. Well, actually, shit. It was actually episode six. I'm reading the wrong one. It wait, was called wait, and you gave me shit for my segment. It was called. Wow. It was called. It was called, <laughs> was called Turnstile. Jill and Pete won. And yeah. And they voted in Landon and Carly into the classic right. elimination that we literally talked about earlier, where you don't see it and winners go back. Who did they send home? I guess this is kind of like a little. Uh, it's kind of like this thing, Sean. Just. Boogie, I'm opening it up to the floor to you. Landon and Carly, who did they beat in episode six? It was the Exile game was called Wait for Me. I want Boogie Brown strikes again. He is a legend. It was CJ and Sydney. I wow. I, I mean, I don't get it. Great episode. Great season. I, I mean, surely people in this light. Yes, Jesse Adams is correct too. CJ is right. People forget this podcast loves Fresh Meat. I mean, some would advocate for Fresh Meat Three. Watch I mean, it. I mean, well, I mean, we talked about we talked about Kenny being the goat of the one-liners. Fresh Meat Two. I mean, an all-timer. After. Kenny takes down Wes's entire alliance. I should write a book called How to Take Down an Entire Alliance by Mr. Beautiful. God. Legend. Legend. How does, how does Landon and Carly win that season? I look back at that season and I have no idea. Landon is just under so – Under the radar. Yeah, just so under cool. the radar. Is Carly right. one of the most underrated champions that we've ever had? God, on the screen right now, Wes flirting with Teresa from Fresh Meat too. <laughs> that got brought up. Oh, well, that was, no, that was on, I think, Rivals. It was. That Rivals, Rivals 2 sparked a little Wes and Leroy. Mm. Little beef. Oh, over Teresa, kind of. Yes. God, I'm Boogie, looking at Boogie, Boogie corrected my quote. How to dismantle an entire alliance by Mr. <laughs> Spot on, Boogie. God. Yeah, I'm looking at these teams. I mean, you look at this cast list and you see Darrell and Kara, first team go home. Yeah. Kenny and Laurel Laurel not winning is just absurd. It's incredible. God. 
whatever. All righty. So was a little segment. We're we're good now. Okay. You can take the floor back. Anything else we got tonight? MVP LVP time. So, yeah. So so we got MVP LVP, and like always, we're gonna give our chat this the before we, you guys give your votes for who you have to pick for MVP. Oh, LVP. Before you say that up, Boogie Brown makes a point. Landon's performance is the greatest win in challenge history. Can we can we deb- great debate that? In terms of what, like final win or overall challenge? Like, how are we taking that? I'm reading that as it's the single greatest performance ever in a challenge. Laurel's like from season one Laurel's to the finale. I, from episode one till the finale. That's how I'm reading it. I disagree, and I, you know, you know who I think had the best. Okay, he says final win. You know who I think's got the best season of all time, and arguably the best final is fucking Vance Rivals Three. Him and Sarah dominated that entire season. He smoked the challenge and took all the money. I mean, what more could you ask for? Yeah, I mean, I the the, the teams we always bring up. That team is incredible. Sarah and Jordan in Exodus 2 was a very dominant team, too. Rivals 2, Emily and Paula was arguably, I mean, that team was unbeatable. Well, we might keep rewinding back to the powerhouse that got uh, dethroned for physical reasons Coral and Evan, Fresh Meat 1. Oh my God. They won everything. I could be wrong. Somebody wrote in the chat. I don't know if it was Boogie. I forget. Might have been Jesse. Wrote Coral was overrated. I do remember that. Someone wrote that in the chat. She started going downhill. She she had a decline. But when her yeah, and Evan were three, I mean, that is true. I mean, who did he who did he have to go through? Dario, <laughs> Dario, Dario and Devin. Yeah, I know. Bananas and yeah. Sarah. We we how, might. JS Paul, how are they beatable? I mean, Sarah's the puzzle queen. I mean, <laughs> you have that. I think he's saying unbeatable. Oh, I thought it, I thought it meant is beatable. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. So we keep be, that better not be the puzzle queen because she ate the puzzle queen. She lost to Joanna and uh, let's Jas- Jas- Jasmine. Yeah, Jasmine. Yeah. She's not the puzzle queen. Joanna or Joanna? Joan Edge. I thought it was Joanna. Classic name mix up. Classic mix up. Let's just say, let's just say we might have a we might have a future segment in the spirit of March Madness around the greatest challenge teams of all time. Ooh, ooh. God, it's almost like we uh, talked about that pretty recently. We'll, we'll get into that. But all right, all right. All right so, what are we getting into? So what I was saying is, we'll give the chat a second to pick the order between. We did. the doctor wrote? Last time we didn't go. All right, so all right, so we'll start with that order, but just real quick before we move to that segment, the one thing I, I want to bring up as a possible segment in the future is, I think based on fucking on Boogie's performance tonight, do we create a segment where the three of us talk before an episode to try to come up with a trivia question to stump him? Because I I think the the questions that have stemmed from this day in challenge history. They're not easy by any means, but they're they're for very him. they're very by the book. They're this episode, this happened, and so I think we might have to come up. We might the three of us might have to workshop a segment where we come up with a more obscure trivia question just for Boogie. I'm I'm thinking like 
how obscure we we literally have to be like saying like the challenge came on at eight eight o'clock at eight thirty two what was on the screen during fresh meat two who was speaking well you know what would be an interesting one because you got to do something that's somewhat possible but I think it'd be interesting if we did trivia questions that they asked as like trivia questions and we have boogie guess the answer so like the classic like what language is is the the national language of australia dutch like that answer is what we're looking for that that could be interesting god they just showed i i I did see a youtube video on that somebody ranked every single trivia of the challenge there's like i think it was like 23 or something or maybe 33 or 23 episodes of it wouldn't be 33 that's way too high god trivia is the goat but it was literally from the worst to the best how many seconds in five minutes 30 did she say 30 or 300 or what boogie Boogie? (laughs) i think she said wasn't it like 100 i think it was 100 or 30 yeah i'm getting confused i i forget what she said all right, all right. So we'll we'll think about that. We'll think about that. She was sitting on the the jet rocket thing, right? Yeah, yeah. It was Jenny, right? Six. He said six. God, six. No, it was it was not Jenny. It was fake Jenny, aka Nicole. God, Mikey the doctor. Bananas answer for TJ's mother is a great one. That was the one time where I thought TJ was actually pissed at him. <laughs> <laughs> you remember that? I thought he was really pissed. Um, Sounds really pissed. All right. MVP, right. let's get back on the rails. Yes. Yeah, so uh, what, what was the order? You're first, right, Trev? Yeah. My MVP Trev, tonight. My MVP tonight is pretty easy. Um, I think it's who got the skull, who's got his girl safe, got the revenge. It's pretty obvious. It's Leroy for me tonight. I think he did exactly what he said uh, he was going to do, and he did it. I mean, it takes a lot of balls to actually go down, sacrifice yourself. And then to come out on top in an elimination where you look at it and you were like, damn, that's kind of ballsy for him to go in. And the performance that he's shown tonight, I don't know what guy wants to go into an elimination against Leroy right now. So that's why my pick is for uh, the, the the man himself, the barber, Leroy. Good pick. Leroy's a great pick. That was, I think that was, I, I think that's the house pick for tonight's episode. I would have gone Leroy. Um, obviously you know we don't like to repeat in this segment so my pick can't go Leroy I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Cam just you know basically closest thing to picking Leroy as the MVP she didn't really do much this episode um but I think just because of everything that happened she's in the best spot you know she has a skull her partner has a skull Kyle her boyfriend has a skull um and, and her main enemy, Teresa, is kind of, I mean, the whole house is targeting her at this point. So it's not just Cam. So I just think, I, I think Cam, I, I think I gave her my MVP last week just because she won and everything. But I think this week, just mainly a beneficiary of what Leroy did. So I'm, I'm going my MVP, episode seven, Cam. All right. And rounding us off for MVP, we got Andy. What do you got for us? So I, uh, I like, I like both those picks so far. My MVP for tonight is going to be Devin. Ooh. So I had, I had TJ as my LVP last week, and I have Devin as my MVP for this week. So I don't know what the hell is going on in my brain, but Devin gave me a feel for the old school challenge tonight. He was 
pranking people. He was cracking jokes. He was mooning the, the glass. He had his little feet up, and he was wiggling them. I loved it. He had, he had good one-liners. I loved and, – and it was all stuff outside of the challenge. And I'm usually not a fan of – like, I like a good balance between them. But Devin's antics were top-notch tonight, and, and he gets my MVP for that. And he also just made Josh look like an idiot, which is not hard to do, but I always love seeing that. Wow. That's, that's a good pick. Devin, wow. Devin had a good episode tonight. Very good episode. Andy, LVP, who you got? Okay, so LVP, I'm actually kind of pissed that I'm leading this off because I've got – I mean, I think there's at least one or two clear answers, but my answer is not what you guys probably think. I – my pick for LVP is going to be the challenge. Wow. And I've got, I've got a couple reasons, so bear with me here, because, I mean, we talked about this already. I thought it was a good challenge. I thought it was slightly above average, so I'm not, like, shooting down this episode per se, but especially with the taste that TJ left in my mouth last week, I'm still not over that. But there are a couple things that I just – rub me the wrong way first off i didn't like the challenge a whole lot the whole two out of four heats dqing that pissed me off second and we don't really talk about this enough the fact that the bar that they go out to is just some damn dome that's on the complex that doesn't make for entertainment that just makes for them saying okay everyone get all dressed up and go over to the dome for a little bit i mean you got like the pasta gate you got people screaming at each other on the buses. That's like when you go out on the challenge, that's how you get drama. That's how you get people going crazy. That's how you actually have a good time. And we just don't have that anymore, which I think is so stupid. So that so, pisses me off. So how, how, how do you expect them to? Thank you, Mikey, the doctor. <laughs> no comment. I'm, I'm done. Well, well, hold on. I'm not done. I've still got a couple other things. What? Nothing. Continue. Just keep this so, so that was already two things that rubbed me the wrong way for this episode. Another one that it doesn't really piss me off, but I miss it, and I realized I missed it. I missed the text clues. I missed the, hey, guys, we got a text from TJ on our T-Mobile sidekick three. I just missed that. I'm reminiscing on old school challenges right now. One other thing that I the, – the last – I guess there's still a couple more things, but the are, are we making a list of why the challenge sucks? We, <laughs> my LVP was the challenge, and all of this stuff got bundled into this episode. We still got to give our picks. <laughs> no, I know, <laughs> I know. Oh, there's no bananas this season. Oh, there's no Tony Reigns. This Watch season. it, like. Watch it. So here's another one that I've been on the train for a while now, and this directly relates to the challenge sucking, in my opinion. Security jumps in way too damn quickly. Let the boys play them. Yeah, they're just getting in each other's face. If someone throws a punch, they know the ramifications of that. I mean, think back 10 years ago when Darrell was beating Brad's skull in. They didn't care. They said, give him an ice pack in the morning and see it, Darrell. That's what they used to do. So security jumping in too quick, that ruins some potentially all-time fights. TJ's whole warning in the challenge, that pissed me off, of Devin's ex behavior being unacceptable. That's just the challenge. People are, like, the challenge is losing its own identity right now, and that's what I'm really frustrated with. And then 
the whole twist of, oh, this is going to be a huge, and then didn't change anything. The challenge pissed me off tonight. We can see that. <laughs> uh, That's it. I'm done. But, I, I mean, I literally had like five or six things there. So that was my pick, and yeah, I'm done. We know. It's like you clumped all the fresh meats together during like a Mount Rushmore in one pick or something like that. God. Uh, so that is true. Up. All right. Is it back to me? Am I up yet? Yes, you're up. All right. I, well, I don't really know what's available to take still. Um, How do you think I feel? <laughs> I didn't take a lot of things. So you just my, keep my, I mean, I the show, you know. I just took the challenge. Yeah, dot, dot, dot. That's like, it's like a Mount Rushmore of eliminations and taking God, wait, wait, wait. So when you say the challenge is your pick, are you saying the episode, the the fran- the show itself, MTV, the challenge, or are you saying the yes. challenge that happened tonight? I would say it's more production. No, no, like more so like Buna Murray, more so like Buna Murray. So, are you saying your so, LVP tonight is BME, the Bury Mary? I can't even say it right yeah, now. Yeah, LVP Murray Empire. Oh well, okay. Because when you said the challenge, my my mind went to the helicopter flying with the thing under no, it. No, 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 no. I meant I meant BME for what they did for this challenge. So production for this episode. For this episode. Production. Okay. Sure. Okay. Sure. Okay. BME. All right. BME. So my my pick then is going to be for the episode. So I'm going. I'm going God. the guys and they're. They're pr- pretty much their refusal to compete because I, um, the the helicopter thing I liked, but it was you know that they you had ten guys basically hang on the thing and do nothing aside from Michi who kind of fly. I, I, and obviously big enough, but for TJ to call them out, and rarely does that. Rarely does something that actually impacts the game by removing their votes and all that. So. My LVP, I'm going the collective group of the guy. Well, you kind of lagged through that. So uh, we kind of got bits and pieces, but we know what you were going for. That was a good pick. Very good pick. It was, honestly, that was going to be my pick. Um, so, shit. My LVP, my LVP is, God, this kind of goes with production, too. Re- repeatable eliminations. Okay. My pick. I think I, I feel like their budget is so like they're just so cheap with everything. Like, why not build something like that? You ha- like I feel like why do something the same when you can do something different or do something that people like? You know, this it, it's an all right elimination. Well, when you have like Leroy going out there. And even like Bananas has said in the past, they know where it's going, basically. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, they know, they can kind of map out the game itself in, in a way. Why not give these guys something, like, that you want to watch? You know what I'm saying? Like, this, I mean, this, like they said, realistically, if you were there watching this elimination, it was less than a minute. Like, you don't want to see that. I would rather see them run, you know, do the zigzags, crawl through the sand, you know, like doing something like that. I would rather see them do that or give them a hall bra or even give them a pole wrestle, something physical. But then just to do something that takes 60 seconds to do, I mean, and then not to mention, you you do it uh, that 60 seconds 
only to um was it called god <laughs> only to uh make it five minutes seven minutes of airtime is ridiculous so agreed i thought that was a good pick trev can we do some honorable mentions because i've got one that we just have to address yeah i have one too and i like to get it out now while they're still on uh one of my honorable mentions very low though is boogie brown talking shit about our boy tony can stay home i think that's too far i think we would all want to see tony reigns back I, I i don't know why you can say tony can stay home he's awesome how do you not like tony what he brings to the challenge he's a good competitor you feed him alcohol he will drink it and call just blow everything up the fact that you don't want tony is a shame wow so Agreed. now are we saying uh rivals four you got fessy and devin and now you got trev and l boogie 23 brown no i'm not yeah. saying i there's nothing against boogie i just don't understand why he's bagging on tony tony's the man who doesn't like tony you i know you like boogie. i don't know i'm just disappointed boogie i'm just very I like yeah, so people forget, my people forget tony beat Darrell. that's all i gotta say i'll end on that statement on tony so my honorable mention i'm surprised we went th through all three of us without this person getting picked would be for lvp Teresa. yeah yeah i mean she like like i said like she after last episode you would think that there was no way her stock could go down and she found a way and she's i guess the one person that was kind of on her side was jay and she lost that and so now she's just has a bigger target on her back I, I don't know. I mean, I think she's an early favorite, no matter how the episode goes next week for LVP of next week. Yeah, I agree. That was my last honorable mention too. I'm right there with you. Any any others for MVP? I, I think Devin was a good pick. I, I was thinking about going Devin. Um, Who would we say? Leroy, Cam. I was thinking about – actually, I don't know. I don't, I don't know who our MVPs are. I don't know. There wasn't – I don't think there was a whole lot of other options. No, I feel like it was very, you know, another LVP. Did you say Jay? Did anybody say Jay? No. I feel like he kind of just got the short end of the stick. And I, I don't I don't know if I should count that as an LVP. Right. Because that's how my process was. Like, he did nothing wrong. It was more of his partner that screwed him yeah. over. I mean, I like Jay. I, and I, I, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think in our season recap of last season, I gave my MVP to Jay because the only reason why was because beating CT gave him a three-year contract with the challenge. If he would have yeah. just, you know, if he would have just left, I mean, he would I, I I agree with you. I think he was kind of dealt a shitty hand on this episode, but I think more so it stems from his performance of last week. And I think one of us had to have given him LVP last week. I don't know if either of you guys did or not, but last week was when he was lying to people straight to their face. He voted. He blindly voted with Teresa. That that was the true today's episode in terms of his LVP performance was like the aftermath of his real LVP performance last week in my mind. Yeah, Jay, Jay's ultimate demise was not sticking up to his partner. Correct. And, and, last, last week, Jay thought, ah, this would be a future Jay problem. And then future Jay was today. 
Yeah. Yeah. So anything else? Uh, I do want to point out that Pluto has started, and it's still – it is episode seven now, and it's from Fresh Meat 2. Uh, it's the one where they go down that giant slip and slide and they have to uh, build that puzzle. Nor. Flying uh, so squirrel. Yeah. yeah. We, we, we might have to, we might have to uh, pull this segment out again throughout the course of the rest of the season. And, you know, for all everybody listening in the chat, all you have to do is, I, th- I mean, the app is all, or just pull up the app and the show, whatever you guys see is going to be what we're talking about. Yeah. Fun facts about the season. Maybe a little season recap while we're at it. A little I, trivia. I know people like fresh meat, you know. All right. All right. With that being said, anything else? Lasting remarks? Or are we all set to end this? I think we're good. Seven down, 12 to go. Jeez. I know. Extra, extra innings live, here. Live recaps every week. Live recaps. You can follow us on How Twitter. How much does it cost, though? Shout out Daffy. God, zero. Zero dollars. Uh, shout out to the chat tonight. We had the the classic goats, JS Paul in the house, Mikey the Doctor, Boogie Brown. I'm trying to think. Who else? Love by you, Jesse. Jesse Love Adams. A guy, Jesse Adams. Yep, confirmed. Confirmed to Andy. Thank you, Ryan McCord. Ryan McCord. Adam Nitos. Uh, yeah, we, we got a we have a fun time in there. Yeah, so thank you if I missed any of you guys. I didn't mean to, but thank you guys for listening to a brand new Stir the Pod podcast show. I've been your host Trevor. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Stir the Pod. Thank you guys. Love you guys. Shout out Duffy. 